We're joined by Kevin Malone, former general manager with the L.A. Dodgers, Montreal Expos, oversaw the fire sale of the Expos after that terrific but strike-shortened 94 season. Last week we talked to Kevin about his ministry in human trafficking, and uh, this week we want to ask him about his family, how he was tested, and um, how his faith in God carried them through this time. Kevin, I know you, in my conversations with you, you always you talk about your family a lot. Now, you have one son, one daughter. Is that true? Yeah, I've got a son and a daughter. They're a little bit older. My son, uh, God spared his life and rescued him. Uh, July 2nd of 2013, he almost died. He was minutes from death. All his vitals were shutting down. He had a virus uh, in his system, and uh, basically uh, he was... Uh, was going to minutes away from death, and and uh, God spared his life. And a couple of days later, the neurologist told my wife and I we should pull the plug and starve him to death because he was going to be a severe in a severe vegetative state the rest of his life, and he wouldn't want to live like that. And we said no. God had a different plan for him, and you know he was in a coma two months, and we went to three different hospitals, and God is healing. He, God is Jehovah Rapha, the Great Almighty Healer, and my son walked out of the hospital. Uh, uh, a little over five and a half months after he first entered the hospital in uh, Craig Hospital in in, in Inglewood, Colorado. Uh, great great medical staff, great doctor there, Alan Weintraub, had a traumatic brain injury. And we're just praising the Lord every day, guys, because of, you know, Lord, Lord's love and mercy and grace on my son. Gave my son a second chance. And, and just so everybody knows, my son wasn't a follower of Jesus. He wasn't a believer. He is now. God used this experience. He had an encounter with the Lord, and he's now on fire for the Lord, studying the Word and seeking God. Loves to worship, seeking God's presence, and uh, we're, I'm just praising the Lord every day. I've been to many third world countries, and I've seen some what what people would call miracles. But when you see a miracle in your own home, when your son has been rescued and re- and saved from not only physical death, but spiritual death, and an eternity separated from the Lord. Uh, I'm just blown away every day, and I'm praising the Lord, and uh, I'm just thanking God right now publicly again uh, for His love and mercy on my son, my wife, my my daughter, and myself, that we get a second chance. Not only did he get a second chance in life, we're getting a second chance as parents uh, to, to enjoy him, and uh, he, he's a senior at USC out in Los Angeles, and uh, I'm just excited. I'm just so grateful to God, and uh, and uh, He is real. God is is real. He is a God of miracles. He is a healing God, and uh, I just want to shout from the rooftops how amazing God is. I feel like uh, Kevin to hear you talk about your ministries, to hear you talk, uh, you know, how God's grace has, and His mercy has been on your family. Uh, to, to remind our listeners, this is a former general manager of Major League Baseball teams. Uh, this is a long ways. The human trafficking ministry is a long ways from the uh, the job you used to hold. You talk about the doctors uh, suggested uh, that your son wasn't going to come through this, and you stepped out on faith, you and your family. Uh, what was their reaction when they saw Sean come well, out of the hospital? Well, um we haven't gone back to see the first neurologist because when we left the hospital there, we were there about 12 days, and then we went to another hospital in Los Angeles. I told him on the way out, when he said, hey, you know, I, I really think you need guys need to pull the plug, 
said, we're going to come back and see you when Sean's recovered. And uh, this Jesus who I've been telling you about is real. And uh, you're going to see a miracle of God. He says, you know, kind of flippantly, but I hope so, but I don't think that's going to happen. So anyway, my son and I and my wife and daughter are looking forward to that, that encounter with this neurologist. But along the way, other doctors, nurses here are more into the science of, of medicine and, and don't really, really haven't experienced God or had an encounter with the Lord. They, don't, they, they even publicly have said, I would say three or four doctors I can think of, that this is, this is a miracle, this is something, this is a God thing. We don't really have a faith in God or believe in God, but, you know, this has got to be some supreme being or this is God, and you guys must have a, a close relationship with this God that you talk about because his recovery is uh, something we can't explain in, in human terms. So God has used that along the way to show his glory to people that he is, real he is genuine and that's what i want your listeners to know is that god loves them and no matter what you're going through the pain that my wife and i and daughter suffered through this the experience i mean i there was many days guys i didn't feel like i wanted to live i couldn't handle this but i just kept clinging and hanging on to the lord trusting his his faithfulness his word the prayers of many friends and people around the country and God is faithful. God loves each and every one of us, and sometimes it doesn't feel like that, and we go through some painful, ugly, hurtful things, but He is real. He does love us, and uh, and and I just encourage people to seek God wholeheartedly. I'm just running after Him. I'm desperate for the Lord. I've had all the best that the world has to offer. I was GM of the year. I've been on championship Major League Baseball teams. I've got championship rings. I've done all the things in the world, but nothing satisfies like a relationship with the Lord Amen. and worshiping Him and being in His presence. Wow, that's awesome! If the doctors can't see through this time uh, type of an event, then you know the Bible calls well, we walk, them unwillingly. You know, brother, we walk by faith, not by sight, and and you know, it's we're blessed to be in His family. God pursues each and every one of us, and by His grace and mercy, we become his children, and, and we know him as Abba, Father, and uh, through that's through the forgiveness of our sins and faith in, in Jesus Christ, and we repent, we turn away from the lifestyle of, of us being God and seeking our own pleasures, and we turn to God, and we seek him, and we, we live for him, and life's about an audience for one, and that's, that's him, so uh, I've had all the best the world has to offer, and I wouldn't trade... Uh, my relationship with the Lord, the joy of the Lord, nothing compares in this world. And, and I've tasted the best the world has to offer, and that's second best compared to what Jesus Christ has to offer. You know, I have so many weak moments, Kevin, throughout the days, the weeks. Uh, through this whole experience, did you ever did you ever have doubts? I've had doubts along the way. I think that's part of our faith growing uh, you know, the doubts come from me personally because I'm a weak man, I'm a weak human being, and I have issues, and I have baggage, and I'm sinful, but I never doubted God. You know, I knew whatever happened that God wanted what was best, and, and, and His will was going to be served, and, and, and He was going to be honored and glorified. So, yeah, the question is, did I have doubts? Yeah, I doubted myself, and I doubted my faith, and I doubted what I could do because I had no control. But I never doubted the Lord because throughout my 
Oh, it's been now about, I've been following the Lord about 55 years, 56 years, come August. Uh, no, 50, no, that's how old I'll be. 30, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I came to know the Lord at 21 years of age, so I'll be 57. So with that 36 years I've been following the Lord, the Lord's always been faithful. He's always provided. So the doubt comes on my on my part, uh, not on the Lord's part, because the Lord is faithful, and, and He's always there. And he just wants a relationship with us. So that's a great question. And, you know, I think the more we can spend time in God's Word, study the Scriptures, pray, have fellowship with other believers, and worship and serve others, I think that doubt becomes less and less because we see God, we see Him responding. God is at work. God is real. And he's, His glory is out there. We just got to slow down, smell the roses, so to speak, and, and, and let God, you know, reveal Himself to us. If you're seeking Him, running after Him wholeheartedly, you will find God, and you will you will know Him. You mentioned that uh, that happened for you at 21. Can you tell us a little bit about how you first found God, how you came to Christ? I came to know the Lord in, in 1979. I was a, 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 I was a junior in college, and uh, I was chasing after the world, but baseball was my God, and I tore my hamstring opening day, and... Uh, and I was going to supposedly or possibly be drafted into professional baseball. So I uh, was pretty upset, disappointed. And uh, and I was at a Christian, no, excuse me, it was a regular bookstore. And the power of positive thinking, uh, I said, maybe I need some positive thoughts. Maybe I need to, to start thinking more positively about life because I'm kind of bummed out about being injured and not being able to, you know, play that season. And through that book, The Power of Positive Thinking, Norman, Dr. Norman Vincent Peale uses scripture. And as it says in Isaiah 55, the word won't return void. The word of God, and I grew up in a religious family, but I never really had a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I knew of him, but I didn't know him in my heart. It was like 18 inches from my head to my heart. And through reading scriptures in that book, it convicted me and made me realize that I was a sinner separated from God and didn't have a personal relationship with him. And he uh, he opened my eyes, he opened my heart, and I came to know him through the scriptures. And that was, again, my junior year in college. And it's been a, it's been an amazing journey. I can't imagine life without the Lord being in it. That doesn't mean I've, I've, it's been easy or it's been perfect, but uh, the Lord's been with me along the way, and I've had my ups and downs, and, and I've had a lot to celebrate, and I've had a lot to... You know, to be discouraged about, but that's life. And uh, but the Lord's always been there, and the Lord's always been, uh, you know, His love's been around me and surrounded me, and and I can feel it and sense it. And I'm just thankful to the Lord that uh, I, I'm I'm a follower of His. Hey, Kevin, as you went through this dramatic uh, experience with your son, your family, was there any? Uh, specific verses of scripture that you leaned on during that time? Good question. I think, you know, the one verse that stands out is Psalm sixteen eleven, which says, Oh Lord, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is the fullness of joy. At your right hand are, are pleasures forevermore. I just realized through that scripture and some other scriptures that, uh, uh, you know, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, uh, various scriptures, God would, you know, bring them to mind when I needed them. But you know, just being in the presence of God, and I think, you know, we're battling. We're in a spiritual battle. It's spiritual warfare every day, uh, just fighting, you know, fighting the, the good fight, as, as as the Lord talks about. And uh, 
So just clinging to certain scriptures, you know, there's so many different scriptures that will bring healing and, and bring encouragement to our hearts. But I just think, you know, seeking the Lord wholeheartedly uh, and, and, and looking for Him and being open to Him and having a heart that's humble uh, and surrendered before Him uh, will will change and transform our lives. And so, uh, but there's a lot of different ones. But I think Psalm 1611, uh, Philippians 3, 8, and 9, uh, uh, again, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, uh, just, uh, I'm not quoting those because I want some of the readers to look them up. You know, it's a little homework task I'm uh, mm. I'm giving out to your readers now. They can open their word up and uh, and God will God will meet us right where we're at. You know, sometimes I talk to people. God can't forgive me for all the things I've done. You know, the things I'm doing. You know, God will meet us right where He's at. He's there waiting for us. So no matter where someone is, God loves them and He's waiting for them to respond uh, to Him. So. That's that's the word that I that I would have for any any of your listeners. That's Kevin Malone sharing how God has carried his family through a difficult time and how his faith and trust in Christ has supported them. You're listening to Benson and those guys on ESPN Rochester.